Welcome to the Welsh Music Prize Conversations, where each nominated band or artist from the 2020 shortlist will delve into a chat about their body of work. You can hear all 15 conversations through AM, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Croeso mawr i sgyrsia gwobr gerddoriaeth Gymreig, ble bydd pob un band ac artist sydd ar y rhestr fer 2020 yn cael sgwrs am ei gwaith. Mae modd gwrando'r bob un o'r sgyrsiau yma trwy am, Spotify neu Apple Podcasts. So sit back and enjoy this chat between Cassie Wynn and Dea about her nominated album, Key City. Gobeithio'n o'ch chi fynhau'r sgwrs yma rhwng Cassie Wynn a Dea am ei album, Key City. Dea, how's it going? Very good, thank you. And you? Good, good to uh, meet you. Although I can't see you, I can I can hear you, and I have been listening to you uh, quite excessively, if I uh, may admit, <laughs> for the past um, week or so. Uh, congratulations on a very very beautiful album titled Care City. Thank you so much. I'm really grateful. Thank you. That came out this year, back in April. Am I right? Yeah, it feels longer, but yeah, it was it was April, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can imagine that it's been quite a, a weird year to release music because you haven't been able to perform these tracks live as of yet. Yeah, that's the only thing I think um, when I when I put a body of work together, the, the thing I'm excited about the most other than people listening to it is me actually being able to perform and tell stories whilst I'm performing. And so it's been, it has been quite difficult to be honest, but... Um, I've got more things to come, so we'll just keep it moving kind of thing. But yeah. I definitely identify with that. But I guess it makes uh, an album and a record now, um, such as Care City, even more special because it only exists, this world only exists within the form of an album at the moment. Um, So perhaps that can be uh, more valuable for the record itself at the moment? I'd say so. And uh, do you know what? Funnily enough... A lot of people um, were saying how the album suited the current climate we're in with lockdown um, because the album is is about isolation um, and feeling isolated. So it's kind of strange how I literally dropped the album about, I don't know, what a, a month after lockdown started. So that was kind of creepy, but cool in a way. Coincidental. Yeah. It feels like one of those albums... Uh, when you're in a particular place in your life and somehow uh, an album or a book or something can come in at the right time. And I feel uh, like that towards Care City. I, I was sent the album um, a few weeks ago and it felt very um, serendipitous almost uh, oh, wow. because it's soothing and also very deep. I mean, can you can we begin at the beginning as the beginning goes and um, what's what's the concept behind care city and this space that you've created uh, this city called care city i think uh last year i went through i think it was one of the worst years of my life and it was so difficult just to find any kind of peace at the time and so as a form of hope and escapism I guess I kind of created this world in my head that I knew wouldn't really be able to exist um but I kind of liked the idea of it and so I kind of put that thought from my head into music and and, and into different tracks 
uh, that you find in care city? Care is a strong word and it feels like this uh, sense of care travels throughout the tracks um, sonically and lyrically. And, and as you said, um, it is a record that you've you've written during a, a dark, difficult time. And it feels it certainly feels like a, a confessional record that allows your vulnerability to come through. How does it feel to have something like this out there in the world, you know, your heart out there in the form of these songs? I think I'm, I've learned again with last year, with what I went through, I learned to not have fear. And so I think not having fear plays a big part into me being more than comfortable now to say what I've gone through or to discuss what I'm thinking, even if it may not be popular or accepted. Uh, I think I have that confidence. Um, it of course is a bit daunting knowing that someone or many people you, you've never met know your innermost, uh, most painful moments. And that can be a bit daunting yeah. when you think about it. But I think the point of human existence is for us to share um, whether that be in kindness or, or share it in terms of being able to allow other people to know that, you know, we're, we're all, we're all very different, but we're all, we all bleed the same. We all hurt the same. Um, and I guess I wanted to make sure that people knew that they weren't alone as well. You know, you say it hurts and what's really, really special about this record is that there's, there's hurt throughout, but it's, it's, presented in a way that's quite light and you know the beat and the production uh, caresses your feelings almost and and that's a very a delicate skill uh, did you produce it yourself so no what I did is I I'm really glad you said that actually about it being light because I think a lot of the records I created prior to Care City were quite heavy and quite dark um, and I do, I do feel that there's heaviness and darkness within Care City, but like you said, it's it's a lot lighter. Um, my choice of productions, I didn't produce uh, the tracks, but I worked alongside uh, certain producers and kind of tried to pick, uh, I guess, pick beats that complemented each other, but also were quite different. Um, and like you said, quite light as well. Yeah, because the production feels like quite uh, an integral part of the storytelling. So it's cool that you've been able to collaborate with people who who encourage these tales and these hymns that you've compiled in the album. Mm, for sure, yeah. It was. It's. I think beats are very important. Um, something again I've learned. I always used to think, oh, it doesn't really matter what beat you have as long as the lyrics are, are conscious and thought provoking. But I did realize that it's, it's sort of 50 50. I think it goes hand in hand. Um, so yeah, yeah. And amidst the darkness, there's also some humor and some lovely lines that are very fun to listen to. Track number four, for instance, SYS, and there's a voice of, I presume, an, an older woman mm. um, dissing the the world of Tinder and Bumble and um, basically just uh, giving the youth of today a bit of a row that we're overcomplicating love and, and that technology needs to uh, subside a little bit. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about that track? Yeah, for sure. It's actually making me laugh thinking about it, to be honest. Um, so, Who is she, by the way? <laughs> so actually, that was me, um pretending Whoa. to be my yeah I was pretending to be my grandmother so 
my grandma, she she passed away uh, uh, quite a long time ago, but she was like my best friend. And I remember as a teenager, she was just so confused by the way um, I did I did things like in in school. She in her culture, um, I'm half Nigerian by the way, and, and and in our culture, you sort of you get married quite quickly, um, and it's very different to to, to over here, I guess. Um, so she just didn't get what a dating went. Like, why would you need a date if you want someone? Just go and tell them you want to marry them and get on with it. And I was like, Grandma, <laughs> doesn't really work like that. This is not. Yeah, that's not how we do. Oh, things. I love her boldness. <laughs> Honestly, I know, right? So I thought, okay, she's not here to record, and she would have recorded as well if she was here. She would have recorded herself saying it. But I thought I'll just imitate yeah. what she would have said if she was here. So yeah. Then you place this track side by side, you know, with tracks like. Um, Maz is probably my favourite from the entire album and Maz perhaps uh, more so than the others really delves deep into this theme of betrayal that I hear a lot about in the record. Yeah, I think I think last year again, my whole year was about betrayal. Um, unfortunately, that's why I went into into such a dark place. So I, I tried to, I wanted to actually have every song referencing Betrayal, but I kind of tried to weave it in and out so it wasn't too obvious, but that it was still kind of obvious. Um, but I'd say Betrayal, you've hit it on the head there. That's the main kind of, uh, one of the main topics actually of Care City. My favourite line out of all the records is in that song as well. There's um, there's the line, I didn't see stars, I just saw who you are. And um, there's this incredible uh, strength to that line and um, authenticity, you know, when you when you meet someone or when you grow to love someone. Um, the truth, the true love is seeing someone directly for who they are, not seeing the image and... And it's just a very uh, powerful poem that you've managed to weave into that track, I feel. And you sing all of it in a very chilled out way, which which has this velvet rage about it. Do you know what? I'm Again, I'm so happy you're saying that as well, because I was so... So I was in, I was in a relationship for about three years and um, because of uh, some betrayal uh, that I'd received from other people um I kind of just spiraled and and got myself into all sorts of situations and and ended up having to go to rehab and my partner at the time he didn't he didn't quite understand you know who I was becoming because I changed so much um I just I became someone I wasn't and it it was painful because I was trying to explain to him that this isn't me who you're seeing now um, and even if you did something similar, hopefully I would I would just see you for you, not not your actions. Um, and so then there was another bit of betrayal going on as well. So yeah, it's I was angry when recording it, but at the same time, like you said, there's that kind of velvet kind of anger vibe to it. It wasn't me shouting or anything. It was just more of pain, literally coming directly from me. If that makes sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And this delicacy again in the production and in in your use of words, it, it you suggest very strongly that you've been hurt, but you're not shouting. You know, and th- that's that's mm. the powerful thing about it. Um, Thank you. I mean, there's there's poetry uh, hiding in every 
corner. I mean, it's not hiding; it's it's there, and you can you can sense it. It's very present. Um, talk to me about your relationship to language and and words, and and how it's played its part in this record. I absolutely love words. I'm obsessed with. I'm I'm just obsessed with how sentences come together and how a basic sentence you could say I don't know I went and took the dog for a walk you could turn that sentence into something so uh I guess so much more complex and interesting and that's why I love language and words uh to sort of paint a picture something it could be a very very simple song but the way you write it can change the whole idea of it and so when it comes to words uh, I'm in love with them. I read a lot as well. I read a hell of a lot. So that probably helps um, when it comes to finding out new words or synonyms for different words. So, yeah. I was going to ask you, uh, what do you, who's influenced your uh, passion for words in terms of authors or poets? Um, I, funnily enough, I'd say my mum was my first inspiration because she she's a financial advisor and she has clients um, all over Wales and sometimes she wouldn't be able to get childcare for me so I'd have to go with her on these really long long journeys and to entertain me she'd say a sentence and, and say okay think of something to rhyme with that sentence and we'd go back and forth for hours and hours and hours for years and years and years so I think that really built up the ability for me to think quickly um, about rhyming and, and words and I'd say in terms of reading um, I read a lot of George Orwell um, I still do. I I love poetry from a young age. I've always I've sort of gotten into spoken word and poetry, um, but mainly newspapers. <laughs> I don't particularly read into what's being said, but I do read newspapers. So I think also as well the language of that and how one newspaper would voice something different about the same topic to another newspaper. I found very interesting, different perspectives and stuff. That's so interesting because sometimes, I mean, you have articles or, or the way somebody will write a review can be quite artistic and poetic in itself, can't it? So it's quite interesting to read them sometimes. For sure, for sure, yeah. So if you were to perform these live, and hopefully we will see you performing them live soon, how do you imagine the, uh, the stage and the live setup? And I mean, is it something that you want to do? Definitely. I think with Care City as well, although I have healed a lot since writing and recording it, I still feel it though. So I think to perform it, I, I just imagine, um, I wouldn't say performing all the tracks, but I'd say about four of them in a certain order. Uh, and something I do when I perform is storytell in between the tracks and before the track. So the audience get an understanding of the track and then I sort of go on to talk to different audience uh, members as well I'll take the microphone into the crowd and stuff so I'm just looking forward to something quite basic and drawn back where it's just me the microphone and the music um so yeah that I've, honestly I'm smiling now because I'm excited for it whenever that time <laughs> will come I'm imagining <laughs> it what kind of location would that be where where would you place the music oh Good question. I'd like I'd like somewhere quite small and intimate, I think. Mm. Um, eventually, you know, at some point it would be cool to play it to a big crowd. But I think for the for the 
first couple of uh, weeks or months, I'd, I'd like to just perform it in an intimate setting, somewhere quite chilled, quite mm -hmm. laid back, um, where people can actually just either sit or stand and, and just think about the music and enjoy it and interact as well. That's so exciting. I was going to say, I can really hear it uh, traveling through the acoustics of a, of a church, you know, somewhere that has a high roof. That's such a good idea. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I might do that, that actually. Would be really, really that cool. would be really cool. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you, it, it, there's, a, there's a, a very spiritual portrayal of everything in the songs. Mm, I would say, I don't even know why I didn't think about church. That's ridiculous that I didn't think about that. But um, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely have a very strong faith. Um, and so in all my music from now till, you know, forever, we'll always have some sort of mm -hmm. spiritual, um, I guess, sp spiritual spine throughout the, the music. So yeah, performing it in a church would be cool. That would be very cool. And I love that about your music videos. You, um, you often include extracts from the Bible at the end of um, Vents House Suites, for instance. And it does feel like all in all from the way I've perceived the record, uh, like a, a real exploration of your faith and, and struggling sometimes perhaps uh, to, to grab hold of that thing that we call faith when such trials are, are thrown towards us. Yeah, Am I right to say that definitely. You've um, yeah, I think you know the album better than I do, to be honest. Yeah, no, I think I'm right. <laughs> no, I on, honestly, honestly, because um, yeah, you've just again hit the nail on the head. I think with Vent House Suite and even SYS and Mars and Liquor Limit, all of them actually, there is there is this battle where again you know, with that relationship song, Mars, I didn't, I could have said all sorts of, I guess, horrific, horrible things uh, about the person or talked more in anger. But I think my faith, the part where my faith comes into play is the forgiveness aspect. So with Vent House Sweet, it's about it's about me being angry, but trying to have that forgiveness. With Mars, it was a relationship trying to forgive. Um, Liquor Lament is me actually asking God to forgive me. So I do think that there is this uh, definitely this firm aspect of of spirituality and faith that that runs throughout, and with the Bible as well, um, it's something I, I will always do is is put a Bible verse either before or after the video, just so I can keep doing me, which is being authentic about my faith. I love that, and I love what you're saying about forgiveness and that being part of your music, and that's what makes music and and the record so so beautiful that. There is this attitude of turning the other cheek in, in a lot of the songs. And um, I feel like we're reaching that point in humanity now where we feel like, OK, you know, maybe singing an angry song about how somebody ha has cut us deep might not do the trick anymore. We, mm. we need to be we need to empower ourselves in a, in a different way. And and I sense this power in, in the music. Oh, thank you. Um, that, that, and that means that means a lot to me because that's all, you know. I I would love for for someone to to get from my music. I think I'm not really interested in in sounding popular per se. Um, I think as a society, 
certain ways we go about things aren't exactly the best ways and we're only human but if there could be music that encourages forgiveness as opposed to fighting or encourages commitment as opposed to cheating then I think yeah definitely I'll continue to to, to spread that message um they are so the the next question I'm going to ask you basically is what happens next towards the end of this year now if you if you're not performing live are there more works in in the pipeline or are you taking a rest and you know a bit of a breather after pouring your heart into this record I think um I'm as soon as I released it I was ready to get back onto the next record um but for me unfortunately I have to experience something in order to write I can't just write uh, so I normally have like six or seven month intervals in between each project just to give me time to have something to write about an experience. And so far, I've got a, a series of freestyles I'll be releasing starting tomorrow um, where they're not... Yes! <laughs> um, they're not just like your, your average freestyle with a brick wall behind you kind of thing where you're just rapping about whatever that these are kind of like songs but freestyles so that's something I'm going to be doing until the end of the year whilst working on my next single which I'll be dropping in January so I'm still still uh, writing and still recording you know when you say freestyle the word freestyle can you explain to the listeners what what is meant by freestyle in your dictionary okay so the original and the truest definition of freestyle is actually being able to come up with words on the spot um however mm -hmm. as time has gone on and music has developed freestyle has seemed to be adopted to uh basically like a one minute rap as opposed to like a rap and a, and a chorus and a rap it's like just a one minute rap or someone can freestyle with singing but it's not done it's it's pre-written now if that makes sense so it did start off as as, yeah. as being in the moment now it's pre-written so technically there should be another word for it because it's technically not a freestyle but that's just the 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 word they use these days yeah you can sense when a freestyle is a bit uh, pre-prepared and contrived mm. can't you there's a real art to uh, the spontaneity of it oh my gosh i know i would love to, to be able to do that but unfortunately it's definitely not a skill set of mine it's um it's been really really amazing to talk to you um be before we close i'd i'd be very intrigued to know um which track from the album is your favorite and if it was um if you had to just choose one if if this album couldn't have been built and you only had the time to go to the studio to make one of them which one would you hope that would have um, managed to find its its way to the surface i know it's it's a really um Ooh, difficult question that is a very difficult question um gosh i would say oh lord um okay i would i would say planet x is mm, my heavy favorite yeah yeah and also i think i was do you know what i was listening to it today weirdly um i was listening um to it today at work and there's just something when i listen to it i feel like everything's going to be okay it's as if i actually wrote it for myself to say that i'm going to be all right um 
And so I think, yeah, it, I'm proud of it because I actually benefit from that song. It makes me go, right, okay, cool. Stuff's not going well right now. However, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. So yeah, I'd say Planet X would have would be my favorite, I'd say, yeah. I really like that track too. It's very cool and very sexy, actually. The beat and the, the sonic aspect of it is, um, again, very, very chilled, but it sounds like somebody who knows themselves uh, very well wow. in that track. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having a chat with me today. Um, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, likewise, honestly. It's like you're the best person I've ever been interviewed by because you definitely <laughs> you know honestly you know the project more than I do I was thinking wait did I say that oh yeah I did say that when you're mentioning certain lines I was like oh yeah okay cool um yeah so yeah thank you so much it's it's such a humbling and beautiful feeling to know someone has taken the time out to listen to the music and listen to it as well as you definitely have so that's awesome thank you so much Thanks for listening to this episode of Welsh Music Prize Conversations with the 2020 shortlisted bands and artists. You can stream all 15 conversations through AM, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please share it or let us know through our social media channels at Welsh Music Prize. Diolch yn fawr am rando i sgyrsiau gwobr gerddoriaeth Gymreig gyda'r bands ac artistiaid o'r Hesterfer 2020. Mae modd gwrando i bob un sgwrs trwy AM, Spotify neu Apple Podcasts. Os ydych chi wedi mwynhau'r podcast yma, gnewch yn siŵr ei rannu neu adl ni o bod trwy'n sianeli cyfryngau cymdeithasol at Welsh Music Prize.